Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Which tight ends have moved up or down in the rankings since free agency? We'll talk about it right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Adam Azer. I'm filling in for Chris Towers, and I'm with Jamie Eisenberg, who's filling in for me. I was supposed to be Chris's guest tonight, but I'm not. I'm Chris instead. All right, so let's talk about tight end. But what did you move Darren Waller? He's the biggest name, I guess, at the tight end position that changed teams this offseason. Did you move him one way or the other? I moved him up a couple of spots. Uh, I think originally he was seventh. I think now he's maybe five or six. No, sixth. Um, so I guess maybe one spot uh, ahead of George Kittle. But I, I think he still has top five upside, Adam. You know, just looking at the situation where he could be the best receiving option for the Giants and for Daniel Jones, especially with the expectation of Wondell Robinson and Sterling Shepard to open on the pup list. Now they have what seems like about 10 of the same guy. Um, but I, I think in terms of what Waller should be able to do, you know, I know the last couple of years have been frustrating with injuries, but he still has the ability to be one of the best tight ends in fantasy and certainly one of the best tight ends in the position uh, in reality. So I, I, I like the signing or the, or the move by the Giants to acquire him. And, and I think fantasy managers at the right price, you know, somewhere in that post round five range, I think, you know, round six, round seven is a good spot to target Darren Waller, depending on how tight ends are viewed in your league. Okay, so give me uh, maybe a couple other rankings risers at the position. So Jawan Johnson's a guy that I, I think is going to be somewhat popular among fantasy analysts. For me, he is as well. You know, just the addition of Derek Carr and what he showed last year. You know, he was he was great at finding the end zone. You know, and this was a team that obviously was looking for weapons. You know, Olave had the hamstring injury. No Michael Thomas. Now they should have those guys back, and obviously they're going to command a lot of attention. But I think you know, just based on Derek Carr's history with tight ends and the ability to uh, to see what this kid can do in terms of Johnson uh, staying in New Orleans. <coughs> excuse me for. You know, a guy that you could target as a, as a late tight end, you know, depending on how they go in your league or if you want to draft a second tight end, I think there's some sleeper appeal for him. I moved Chico Conquo up uh, a couple of spots. It was more sort of like a corresponding move with David Njoku going down a spot. You know, the addition of Elijah Moore, you know, someone who could take away some targets and some production, you know, clearly a great secondary option, if not the best second, the, the second best, you know, target for, uh, for Deshaun Watson behind Amari Cooper. So Elijah Moore could, you know, supplant. Uh, David Njoku as that guy. Uh, I sort of did a little bit of a yo-yo with um, the the Patriots tight end. So John Smith goes to Atlanta. I was like, okay, Hunter Henry, here we go. And then they go sign Mike Gusecki. So he's back down. Uh, Cole Komet has moved down a couple spots, you know, just with the addition of DJ Moore there. You know, I think if everybody's healthy, uh, Darnell Mooney back, you know, we'll see what Chase Claypool does. But Cole Komet not clearly going to be um, among the target leaders um, in the top two, you know, in my opinion, um, if everybody's healthy there for Chicago. So, some guys that have moved up and down. And then uh, I, I kind of just left him the same as Dalton Schultz um, with the move to the Texans. You know, again, great situation where he could be the you know target leader for a team that is is certainly in, in need of some receiving threats. You know, Nico Collins, John Mechie, I, I think those guys have some upside. Um, but obviously, you know, losing Brandon Cooks, they need some help there if they don't come out of the draft with a superstar. So I think Dalton Schultz is in a good spot, but not necessarily uh, elevating his status, leaving the situation that he had in Dallas. 
Okay, well, you covered the players you moved up, the ones you moved down, and some that you didn't move at all. So I'm just going to ask you about one guy that you, I don't think you mentioned there. How about Evan Ingram? Anything with him back with Jacksonville, but they'll get Calvin Ridley. Uh, anything with Evan Ingram? You have him eighth, as I see it here. Yeah, ahead of ahead of Dalton Schultz. You know, I, I think this is a, a, a situation where you got to hope that Two things are at play here. One, the rapport that he established with Trevor Lawrence at the end of the season carries over to this year, which I think is something that you can bank on. But uh, the other thing you got to hope for is just, you know, Doug Peterson and, and his use of tight ends. You know, he was great with that in Philadelphia. I think we saw it last year uh, once Evan Ingram sort of took off at the end of the season. But as you mentioned, you know, Calvin Ridley, um, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, it's a very crowded receiving core now if Ridley is back to being what we hope he can be. So I think, you know, you got to take a little bit of the luster off of Evan Ingram. I, I think if there was no Ridley – and he stays on the franchise tag, you got maybe a top five tight end. So downgrade him a little bit. You know, like you said, for me, he's eighth. So just ahead of Dalton Schultz, just behind George Kittle, who I have at seven. But that that top seven to me is is kind of solidified. I think he's that next guy that I think you want to look for. So lose a little bit, but still somebody you could start for the most part, hopefully for the majority of the season. Well, thank you, Jamie, for filling in uh, for a great analyst who wasn't uh, able to be an analyst tonight. And I, <laughs> I'm filling in for Chris. Hopefully, Chris will be back tomorrow. Thank you all for watching and listening to Fantasy Football Today in 5. We'll talk to you later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.